0: Hey Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outsiders podcast. Y'all know what time it is.
1: Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. On Instagram at MBibbs. I am joined as always by my co host, Maurice Williams. On Instagram at MinderReese. On YouTube at Reese, On Tiki Taki at reviews Reese, we got the dub. How you feeling?
0: Feeling happy, man. I, I haven't been able to say that after a uh, Mavs game in a long time. And I'm not just happy usually because like of wins. I'm like, man, we, we beat a good team decisively. We came out. We showed up. That's all I can ask for. Christian Wood had a night, which I think we're both happy about. Frank had a little impact on the game, which I'm sure you're happy about. We beat these boys so bad. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't say we, right? Right. Uh, we beat these boys so bad, we got to see some Jaden Hardy minutes. Got to see a little bit of Kemba with Luca. This is all I could ask for.
1: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think Dame sat down about halfway through the third. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Curtains. Uh, Chauncey's not playing games. He said, fuck it, we lost.
0: Yeah, I don't think they want to risk him getting hurt.
1: No, nah, Dame ended up playing 24 minutes total, so
0: the other starters I think Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons were definitely still in
1: the game I mean they they played less minutes than him but they did not show up they did uh, not at all Dane was, was fine he ended finished with 24 points but Jeremy Grant was getting wide open shots and breaking and uh, Simons couldn't get going either so I almost don't want to give us credit for that um, for Jeremy Grant anyway. Simons, he was they were doing a good job on Simons, but Jeremy Grant was just missing wide open shots.
0: Yeah, he was just missing uh beginning of the game, he was doing really good against us. Like it Yeah, because
1: cause, like was cause Dorian about. was on Dame, so that meant that Spencer Dinwiddie was guarding Grant. And they were going to that early. And then I think they just got key focused in on that and never he never got into a real rhythm after that.
0: Yeah, it looked like he was about to have one of those nights against us, but it like second quarter, he just started to disappear. I don't even think it it was till the second quarter. I think it was like second half of the first quarter where he Yeah, he
1: he made like the first couple shots. He made score seven points. I want to say they were all in those first few minutes. Yeah. And that was that. Um but hey, I'll take the dub however we can get it. Um <clears throat> as you mentioned. Getting the game over with early is a good thing for multiple reasons. One, we we know we're already dealing with some injuries and we have a back to back. So this likely means Luca won't have to uh, sit out tomorrow since he didn't play 40 minutes. Only played 2850, Dinwiddie 25, Dorian Finney-Smith 28, Hardaway 26, uh, Reggie Bullock. I wanna say Bullock played the most no Christian Wood played the most minutes. Christian Wood played over 28 minutes and the world didn't implode. So good to see that. Uh 32, 12, and two blocks for Wood. Uh, how'd you feel about he had 20 at the half. How'd you how'd you feel about his game tonight?
0: Man, look. This is what I've been waiting for. This obviously this is isn't gonna be like a regular occurrence thing, but motherfuckers been running their mouth, man, about Christian Wood too much. Jason Kidd got them drinking the Kool-Aid. Got them thinking this man ain't it. Now, mm. now I, I get it. I get it. Some people want to trade him because, you know, obviously Jason Kidd isn't using them well. At the end of the day, he's not the answer to the problems. If Christian Wood is your second best player, you're not a contender. I get it. I understand. But if we got him, let's at least use him. If we're going to trade him, let's raise his trade value. Games like this? Or raising his fucking trade value. He isn't going up against some scrubs. He ain't going up against a team that's playing a six-foot-six center. He balled out tonight. I'm happy for him. I'm ecstatic, actually. I, was damned. I wasn't going crazy in here, but I was pumped. Uh,
1: definitely a good game. Took advantage of uh, Nurk not being able to guard him on the perimeter. Took advantage of Eubanks not being big enough to stop him inside. There's ways that he can be utilized against any type of player if you want to do it. I'm tired of the excuses about why we can't play him more, and especially not play him with Luca, which is just dumb. And um the whole where 0-8 when when Wood plays over 28 minutes things was pissing me off, mostly because to to flaunt that stat to act like that's real means that you're not watching the games. You just have an agenda. You don't like them. And that's fine. I just would prefer if you just said you didn't like them instead of pretending that when he plays more, we lose because he plays more. When in reality, he played more because we were getting our asses whooped and Jason K was forced to play him more to give us a chance to even look like a basketball team and be competitive. On top of the two games where Luka sat out and our team failed to function because nobody can pass or dribble, Besides him, uh, and maybe Spencer Dinwiddie can, can dribble, fuck the passing. Those were the the eight games. So you had two games with no Luka. You had four, f- four games where he was forced to play because we were getting our asses whooped. And then maybe two games where he did actually look somewhat questionable, either on defense or uh, he had a one rough shooting night within that that eight-game stretch. Uh, which I believe he's only had like two bad shooting nights the entire season. And on each one, I recall people saying, this is why you can't trust Christian Wood, blah, blah, blah. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? People can't wait to take victory laps. It's goofy, man. Like you got 20 games of consistent scoring and shooting. He has one bad game and immediately it's all This is why you can't can't have faith in them. Just just say you don't like them. Quit acting like it's real statistical analysis or or basketball analysis. Just say you don't like them. I would rather you just say that people disregard all logic
0: and context to further push their narrative. If you got something against them, that's cool. But just say that. Stop trying to make it seem like you actually saying some shit and you're
1: not. Anyway, shout out to Christian Wood. Great game. I wish he would celebrate less after every single fucking basket, but I like it. As long as he's getting back on D and not getting beat down the floor by his man, it's whatever.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. But I'm, um, I, remember, I like when guys get hyped. Especially <laughs> when they have a great game. Like, talk your shit. Say what? I like when dudes get hyped like that, you know, when they're having a great game. Talk your shit, man.
1: I thought you said something about Dinwiddie talking shit because he was trying oh, to get no, no, no. It with uh trending Watford in garbage time. It's just like, come on, man, be don't be a sons player. Let's let's relax. Um what else? There is uh we're about 10 minutes and let's take a quick break and we'll come back in. And I got some uh, some few more little notes to, to go over.
0: Dallas Maverick fans, the NBA season is heating up and there's still so many unknown possibilities. I mean, we're really only in the first quarter of the season still. Luka is racing up the MVP ladder at the top right now, but I guess it's depending on who you ask. But anything can happen. You can go on DraftKings Sportsbook and make predictions on MVP awards. Maybe you think Luka Doncic is going to be MVP. Maybe you think Jason Tatum will be MVP. Sixth man of the year. It's Christian Wood making the case. Maybe it's Benedict Matherin, the young rookie. First rookie to win sixth man of the year Says Ben Gordon, possibly. Anything can happen. Most improved player. The way the NBA is shaping up this year, it's a lot of options. When I'm looking to get into action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped Up Same Game Parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points, maybe the over-under on total team points, and much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Now, be smart about it. Don't You got to add legs, but be smart about your bets. Don't go into this doing an eight-leg parlay with, Kevin Durant to score 15 points, Luka Doncic to score 10 points, Luka Doncic to get five assists. You're not going to win much money like that. You got to bet big. Go big or go home. Me, I go home a lot. I tend to do these eight-leg parlays, and, and 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 they fail terribly. Uh, y'all heard my rant about Alperon Shingun. Um, just a few days ago, which I'm still hurt about because I would still have that $249. But hey, you live to bet another day. Bars. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: And we're back. (laughs) A couple other things to go over. One is a bad note the Dwight Powell injury. Yeah. So looking at the replay. You can see where he gets kneed, like right above his knee. And I saw his leg lock out and did not bend again until after he had to force it to after he landed. Like he jumped, he got kneed, his leg went straight out stiff. He landed on the other foot with that leg remaining out and stiff and then walked over to the scores table. He punched the scores table. Walked gingerly over to the scores table, punched the scores table. I believe he went back to the locker room, and then he did not return. Um, I don't like the looks of that.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Usually when players are frustrated like that, they kind of know the kind of injury they have or they have an idea, which means they also know how serious it is.
1: So uh, hopefully that's not the case with this. It means that it's definitely a lot of pain going on there yeah and at bare minimum he's scared that it might be more than just like a bruise or something
0: that would suck for him his contract year as well
1: i I don't think it's anything super super major just because of where the hit was i don't think he got him straight on the knee i want to say it was slightly above but either even then if it was like right right above that could still be bad um Hopefully it's not. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to do some x-rays MRIs, or whatever tonight. Well, we'll have to know something by tomorrow since uh, we have I mean, we got a flight. So I don't even know when they, they probably would have to do it up there in Cleveland.
0: Well, it's safe to say, regardless of what the scans say, the uh, most he won't be playing tomorrow.
1: I don't know if tonight was just a caution thing or if it's like he's going to be. Sore. Well, he probably will still be sore, no matter what it is tomorrow. So, shout out to Javel McGee, the, the star free agent. He's going to have to give us some real minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, He'll probably start. I said in the group chat, karma is making Jason Kidd play JaVale McGee.
1: What is karma? What do you mean by karma? Like, what will cause the karma?
0: Karma. Him wanting that motherfucker and <laughs> help and being involved in giving him that contract. That hey. karma.
1: They promised him the starting job, so... That's the first fucking mistake. So I guess they'll be able to deliver on their promise here. Uh, well, I
0: won't say that's the first mistake because I don't know if they pitched that first or the actual contract. Whichever one they pitched first was the first fucking mistake.
1: Uh man. I um. Speed of contracts. Kemba Walker uh, got some early minutes tonight. I uh, Came in... Jason Kidd called a timeout to get him in with five minutes left in the first half. Um, He ended up playing 13 minutes tonight, six points, three boards, two assists, two for five from the field, one for two from three, and he hit a free throw. Uh, There was a play during his early minutes where he got the ball, dribbled inside, changed his mind, came back out, and then passed it to Luca on the wing for a catch and three.
0: And we don't see often I almost say never see
1: I want to say I don't know if there's another Maverick that has the confidence with the ball to do all that
0: even Jalen Brunson
1: wasn't doing that yeah Jalen was getting that thing out of his hands after a drive he he wasn't taking his time usually um then he had the other play where he drove from the three-point line got to the basket missed the first attempt but got his offensive rebound on the other side got the and one off of it. <clears throat> and then later, let me see here. Yeah. Be- that was all I had to say, really, about him. Uh, how did you feel about the camera minutes?
0: Uh, I enjoyed them. I was going to ask you to see how you felt. I enjoyed it. Um, Obviously, I'd like to see more, but you still got to ease them in a bit. I think 13 minutes is fair. Uh, obviously, I love the fact that Luca was able to really play a bit off ball with uh, Kimba having the ball in his hands to the point where he's catching and shooting. And if we can unlock that part of Lucas' game and unlock that part of this offense, adds a whole different dynamic to him.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely appreciated seeing him get those early minutes. Uh, I, this is the design, right? You pick five minutes to get him or Hardy in just to give him a chance to do something in real minutes. That's that's how coaches usually Uh, make that work when you say you're trying to find guys minutes so glad to see that um i think what he did you know i think i said six points two three assists and he got six points two assists three rebounds that's that's all i need from him that's all i need 10 15 minutes six points two three assists and that's 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 enough to satisfy that third ball handler role um i agree Absolutely no complaints. He looked good. He was moving quickly, which I like to see as well uh, with the ball. Let's see. All right. Frank Nilekina. Uh 27 minutes tonight off the bench. Mostly, I mean, not mostly, but he played a lot of garbage time. That's why he ended up playing so many minutes. Uh, finished with eight points, three boards, and an assist. Three for four from the field. Two for three from three. Um, he had a nice little off-the-bounce dribble drive layup uh, which actually looked good usually when he drives he's not under control but he was under control I think that comes with being on the court more having playing time getting comfortable out there Uh, I still don't think he's a point guard I don't think he has to be I don't think they're using him in that particular in that way necessarily he just has his moments where he ends up with the ball to drive or whatever but the catch and shoot looked good and, like I said, he looks like he's getting comfortable. The defense is always gonna be there. That's not even a question. I'm just glad he looked serviceable again tonight uh any Any thoughts from you um not
0: really. uh, I was happy to see that first of all, he was getting minutes and he was actually useful in his minutes. I don't want to see Frank do. Bad per se. Uh, I know it's plenty of times you've talked on here and I'm like, man, fuck that. We don't need to give, <laughs> we need to get this motherfucker these minutes. But with us having, not having our two best defenders, we kind of need him uh, at the moment. And if he can bring some ball handling, that's a bonus. Uh, that's not something I'm expecting. Uh, we kind of, put that behind us before the season started. But Frank playing 28 minutes and being a plus 11 uh, in those 28 minutes, shooting three for four, two for three, uh, I can't ask for more. Uh, He's putting up points. He's playing defense. And he's hitting his open shots when uh, they come to him. So who knows? This might be a blessing in disguise. Frank might earn his way into the rotation. Reggie Bullock might make his way out unless, you know, the December, Blood Moon, whatever the fuck you be talking about uh, continues on. But, um, yeah, while Josh is gone and, well, Maxie is going to be gone for a while. Um, While Josh is gone, however long he's gone for, uh, if Frank continues to play well, he may not be thrust back to the end of the bench uh, when Josh comes back. We may be able to get them together. But, I have to realize that we're talking about Jason Kidd here and things like that usually matter with a coach that has some fucking sense. Um, and that does not fit the description of uh West coast, Tom Thibodeau. So um, yeah, hopefully he sees what Frank is doing. Hopefully this continues. I can't see Frank getting 28 minutes tonight, then not playing tomorrow. Uh, that wouldn't make a lick of fucking sense. Um, but then again, talking about Jason Kidd, so I think we'll need him tomorrow. That's for fucking sure. Uh, going back into Cleveland, so are we all? We all going into Cleveland tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah, going back into Cleveland. So, um, yeah, Frank had a good game. Big cont- contribution to the guy uh, to the victory. Uh, where did he finish? What do you mean, Eight minutes? Uh, Frank twenty seven. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like one, two. Okay. It's close. Reggie Reggie Um, Bullock played 29 minutes.
1: Yeah. I thought Bullock played the most, but he played the second most.
0: Frank played 28. You tell me who had the better game and don't tell me, well, Reggie was a plus 16. I don't give a fuck. I know who had the better
1: game. You actually uh, got me thinking, which is a dangerous thing. Oh, shit. Um, If they like what Frank is doing, you know, Frank qualifies as being under 20. He's under 25. Um, He's also in a contract year. And if they're doing what they should be doing and shopping Bullock, or if they were hesitant to shop Bullock, Perhaps seeing what they're seeing from Frank allows them to be able to shop Bullock or relax and allow them to to listen to calls about Reggie Bullock. Because I feel like Reggie Bullock, despite how, you know, the blood moon and the winter solstice and winter equinox and all that good shit. um, uh, Not the equinox, it is the solstice. December 21st is coming. That's the Wolves game next Wednesday. So after that, Reggie Bullock should be good to go. Uh, We got to make sure we send the documentation to these teams to let them know like, hey, after December 21st, he's ready to rock. And um, maybe maybe Frank playing well, if he continues to do so tomorrow, if he continues to do so Monday, uh, again, makes Reggie Bullock expendable in the short term as Frank starts to show himself as that insurance potentially as a defender, a wing defender off the bench. He's he's held down the Josh Green minutes effectively in two of the four games since Josh has been out. So um, again, I, I I'm pulling for him because I have to pull for anybody under the age of twenty eight to be successful on this Dallas Mavericks team f- to feel like this team has a future. Um, and that sounds dramatic, but that's how I feel currently. Um, as it stands, again, the olds are falling apart. <laughs> And if the olds fall apart, they can't be traded. Nobody's going to want them if they're, the meat's falling off the bone. They damn near don't want them now. And then we're going to have to run them into the ground. They, we can't trade them. They're getting worse. Their bodies are getting falling apart. And so what happens in, over the next few years is basically what it comes down to. With our lack of assets. So that's the part that scares me. But you know, hopefully the pal thing is just a scare and he's good to go. Uh, hopefully, Maxi comes back well. And Josh Green is going on the road trip from what I saw. Uh, looks like we're gonna be Cavs is on the road, then we got two Wolves games, both on the road, Rockets is on the road. We don't come back home till the Knicks game on the you just no, given but actually that. come back for Christmas. That's the 25th. I missed that one. The next game is 2 days after Christmas. So Christmas is our next home game. Oh and wow. I, Josh is going on the road on the trip and kid basically said if he practices then he'll play, but if he can't practice then he's not playing. So we'll see if when if he comes back during this road trip. Final thoughts.
0: Um I do want to piggyback off of what you said. I still don't have much faith in Frank as far as like a career going forward simply because I know you say he's under 25, but I really feel like he is who he is at this point. He isn't like a sophomore. This is his third year. He's been around for a minute, but if he can just right, be a
1: he was drafted the year before Luca.
0: Yeah. That's in the league for a minute.
1: Six year. Yeah. Um,
0: if he can be a serviceable rotational player, I'll accept that.
1: Yeah, that's all I mean. I don't mean I expect him to actually become something serious, but like a guy. Not, that even, not even that.
0: But when I say a sir, I don't even mean like regularly in the rotation, just somebody who we can count on. Hey, we need you this game. Hey, we need you that game.
1: Yeah, like I would I could bare minimum. If we think Josh Green is the starter, I would like him as the Josh Green insurance OK, even if it's the second or the third backup behind if we get somebody else. If that makes sense, it does. I get it. Um, And again, it doesn't have to be him. But, you know, again, we that gives us a fourth young person on the roster that is not going to depreciate immediately. Um, before we get out of here, I will do some quick housekeeping. Uh. Apple reviews still need those. If you haven't given us an Apple review, what y'all waiting for, go ahead and pull up the app right now. Hit the five star. If you want to write a couple words in there, love you guys. Thank you for your recaps. Merry Christmas, whatever you want to say, it helps us out. I still had the goal was a hundred. We probably not going to get there before the end of the year. I'm going to cheat and count the Spotify reviews to say that we did get there. (laughs) Um, Instagram. At Mavs Outsiders Pod, uh, I think the goal, the minimum goal was 100. We're close. I want to say we were at 90-something last time I checked. Um, make sure y'all go over there, follow the Instagram, start posting some more reels and shit soon. Um, YouTube, at Mavs Outsiders. I think we were close there as well. I think we were in the 90s there on the subscribers on YouTube. So. I'll check right now. 100 was the goal for that as well so again if you have not done that hit the youtube if you need the link holler at your boys we will be glad to share any links with you to help you get any of that done we are currently at 93
0: we need seven more
1: that's it just seven more people just seven more and we can we can cross that one off the list anything else housekeeping wise no that's it okay um, why do I feel like I'm missing something? Oh, Bibbs Corner podcast. I did release a um episode of What to Watch This Weekend. Uh quick. I did a review as well for a movie called uh The Honeymoon with Maria Bakalova from Borat, subsequent movie film, and bodies, bodies, bodies. Thought I was gonna get an interview with her and ended up falling through. Oh, okay. that That was unfortunate. Um <clears throat> but that's okay. There will be <laughs> there will be more opportunities. Probably not with her though. She's booked and fucking busy. Um what was I about to say? There's a movie on Amazon called Nanny with Anna Diop from Titans.
0: That's the chick that plays Starfire, right? Yes.
1: Okay. She's winning a ton of awards for that role. Oh wow. I'm gonna check it out. And I I implore or I would like for anybody to check it out, also, and maybe I, if y'all are willing on Sunday, maybe we could do a review. Just let me know. No promises. I ain't going I ain't put that on you. I, I, that's an open, open call. Anybody checks that out, want to have a conversation oh, okay. about it. Um, that's all I'm talking about. I don't care about no avatars. I don't care about no mean ones. Uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Until next time. Peace. Peace.